March 2nd, Saturday of the second week in Lent. Jesus often used extreme cases to get his hearers' attention and make his point. That's certainly true in today's gospel. The younger son took half of his father's wealth, broke with the family, and went off on his own, ostensibly to seek his fortune. Instead, however, he fell into dissolute living and lost everything he had. As a result, he found himself reduced to desperate and humiliating poverty, doing menial labor, which was not enough to keep him from starving. He realized that even the most humble servant on his father's farm was better off, so he swallowed his pride and crawled back home to beg to be taken back, at least as a worker. While this portrait is especially severe and disgusting, there are elements we can relate to. It is not unusual for young people to want to get out from under the domination of their parents and go off on their own. With the self-centeredness, arrogance, and naivete of youth, they are convinced that they have all they need and can make it without any help. It is also not unusual for them to get seduced into self-indulgence and a pleasure-seeking social life that leaves them empty, both spiritually and materially. We have all seen family stories like this. Perhaps, if we are honest, we can find elements of it in our own youth. For Jesus, this just sets the context for the real story, which is the dynamic between the father and the two sons and the extraordinary behavior of the father. The younger son had every reason to expect that he would face the wrath of his father, not only for wasting so much of his family fortune, but also for his callous rejection of all he owed to his loving and supportive family. It was only his desperation that moved him to face the contempt he knew he deserved. It was there in the older brother, but not in the father. The father ran out and embraced his returning son with unbridled joy. He did not care about the property or the past insults. All that mattered was the person and the relationship. He loved his son intensely, unconditionally. Having him back where he could care for him and restore him to health and happiness was everything. The point of the story is that it was only after the younger son had been broken and experienced his own limitations and how much he needed the father that he could receive that love. That's made clear in the contrast with the older son who always remained secure and faithful to his duties, but showed resentment toward the father in spite of everything he had received from him. That is Jesus' answer to the criticism that he was always hanging out with tax collectors and sinners, those who were despised by the so-called respectable people. 
It was precisely those who had experienced failure and rejection who realized their need for the absolute love and acceptance that only God can give. That is all God wants, to be able to love and to have that love received with gratitude and acceptance. That applies to us as well. In the fourth talk in our online Lenten retreat for the Gregorian University Foundation, which can be found at our website, www.gregorianfoundation.org, and click on Lenten retreat, Angela Newman, a doctoral candidate in spirituality at the Gregorian University, and a clinical psychologist and spiritual director, talks about several experiences, including her own, of retreatants coming before God and laying bare their hurts, their anger, their guilt, and finding not condemnation, but overwhelming unconditional love and acceptance, which led to powerful healing and profound joy. God does not need our tribute or even our service. God simply wants to love us. We only need to open ourselves to receive that love. In our prayer, therefore, she urges us to face God honestly and ask, what does God want to give me? Like the younger son, we might be surprised by the lavishness of that response.